Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition, a special Friday edition of the Goofy Gambling Podcast. I am Joe Pulte, joined always by my cohort, Mr. Jordan Collins. Joko, um, how are we living? It is I'm going to give you a six and a half on that intro. Not, not good, not great. But yeah, it is the weekend. We're about to have a busy baseball weekend. Lots of lives are about to change. I think the season trajectories are all based on this weekend. So no pressure for the Rangers or anything like that. Should be a good one. Yeah, definitely uh, some good series there. Uh, starting with, of course, the Astros and Rangers. And then uh, the Mariners' race is a little spicy. Uh, there's, there's, some, there's some good baseball action this weekend. I mean, I think Taylor Swift's in Baltimore right now, so... I mean, there's going to be a lot of fireworks going on with this Twins-Orioles season or series. Should be good there. The weather's great. Look look for some overs in this Baltimore series. I, I like it already. Yep, yep. Uh, we took a look. We already posted our uh, stadium report. But uh, today looks like uh, Coors Field, Cincinnati, the Great American Ballpark, Citizens Bank Park in Philly, and Oriole Park in Baltimore. Uh, all very fair, favorable weather for some uh, overs here, and we do love our overs. Um, okay, you want to just uh, go through the rundown for today? Um, I mean, the, I think what the Cubs game is basically starting right now, but we can just talk about that real fast. Yeah, I mean, Cubs have been pretty piss poor lately. Uh, Steele has been one of the better pitchers for them, Justin Steele. I... I'm kind of, I honestly, I looked at it staying away. The Guardians broke my heart yesterday. It, it's not often you see Jose Ramirez steal home in extra innings and then still lose that game. Uh, what the fuck? But other than that, <laughs> I'm not touching this. There's not really a, a good side on this. I would lean more Cubs, if anything. Yeah, I'm leaning Cubs because the Guardians just always disappoint in some way. Uh, they have Josh Naylor sitting on the bench today getting some rest. One of like the two bats that I like on the team. So uh, I'm going to lean towards the Cubs there. Plus, feels like a little bit of overcorrection. You know, the Cubs aren't that bad. Uh, so they should, you know, at least be able to get up for one of these games. Um, okay, what's, uh, what's the next game you got? I got list? the Padres Reds. What about you? Yes, that's what I have as well. Sweet. Um, this one... I actually have it as my play of the day. I put it in our little group Discord chat. I originally got it at the Padres over two and a half for the first five innings. Uh, since F Ascraft has been back, he's been giving up at least three to four runs every single outing. His home ERAs are over 10. I would expect the Padres, of course, you look at that lineup, you're like, how do they not hit the over every day? But they haven't. So I think we're actually getting a good value price just because of how shitty they have been. I do think the Padre bats will wake up. I love the first five innings just because Ascraft over here is playing like ass. That simple. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would lean towards the Padres as well. Um, I also do like that over uh, in the game. What do we Not doing? really much to, to say about uh, Lugo. I mean, he's he's been, I guess, maybe one of the more consistent Padres pitchers, but they also have been quite a disappointment uh, with their lineup. Um, yeah, overall, over 11 runs is not terrible, especially with the Reds being hot as can be right now. We have like three or four Rookie of the Year candidates on that team. Uh, Lugo's not great. 
Ashcraft's not great. 11 runs doesn't seem like a lot. This could be like a 7-5 to five type of game. Yep. Okay. Uh, Nationals Phillies. What do you get? I got nothing. I think it was Josiah Gray that was supposed to be pitching, but I think he got pulled or they're resting him a day. Oh, are they? I, I, I'm, I show him currently. Uh, usually the books will take him off if he's not. Um, I'm seeing right now it's to be determined for the Nationals on one of my books. Ooh, so maybe it's a good chance here to get the uh, Phillies at a good price. Let's see. First five. Yeah, I'm on Twitter right now confirming that. But if anything, I do kind of like it because originally I was like, okay, we got Gray in this. His, uh, his strikeout line was at three and a half this morning. I mean, he's not bad. I mean, the Phillies strike out. They're 12th in strikeouts. They're not. Yeah, too... he's probably the best pitcher on the Nationals. Unless I'm yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. They're, they're the ninth highest strikeout team against right-handed pitchers, so I was kind of going, like, leaning on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, his last four games was six, 6Ks, 6Ks, 5Ks, 6 and then basically his over-under day is four and a half. So, I mean, I mean, I think that's pretty good. Philly strike got a good chunk. If he is playing, I, that's what I already actually had the bet on. I'm waiting to see if that gets voided out. Yeah, I'm going to actually pull it up here while we're talking to and see. Um, okay. Uh, anything else from that game? No, not necessarily. I'm not a huge – I mean, I think the Phillies are in a down – period right now they haven't been awesome so I, this game could be a coin flip and you, any team can win this clearly but yeah i think i, I lean just... phillies obviously uh, a little bit better lineup um yeah uh, gray is showing four and a half for me but uh i think uh lane thomas right now for the nationals is also pretty damn he's he's been hitting lefties really well Chris Sanchez, not the greatest lefty on the Phillies roster here. I wouldn't be shocked if Lane Thomas hits a home run or potentially a, you know, gets over one and a half total bases. He's trending pretty well in that. So I do like that. Uh, the odds on that are pretty sweet. Gotcha. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, next game, we got the Brewers and the Pirates. I know both of you, you and me are on the no runs first inning for this game. Yeah, I like this Beto kid for the Pirates, and Peralta's not so bad. He's not shabby at that. Uh, Beto, every time he's come out, by the way, he's thrown about six or seven strikeouts. He's only had three starts, but each one he's had over his strikeout prop. So something to look at there. I'm trying to get the exact numbers pulled up here. But I really do like Beto. I do actually have a little bit of a ladder on him. So I think I did the ladder all the way to where he can get nine strikeouts. Milwaukee against right-handed pitchers are fourth in strikeouts, so top five strikeout team, and they don't put up a lot of runs. They're 24th in weight uh, runs created. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah, I would probably lean maybe, I don't know, Peralta's been pretty good. Uh, maybe the under in this game. I'm not sure exactly what it's at. Let's see. Uh, it is actually eight and a half. Yeah, I'd probably lean a little under. Yeah, I'm, just a I'm, slight. I know both bullpens are fucking terrible. That's what scares me. 
I mean, uh, who's the uh, Devin Williams has been awful all year. Not like that's a huge part of the game, but like I, if anything, if you are going to do an under, do the first five because both are pretty good. But once the bullpen comes out, who knows what happens? That might be yeah. the safer way to go with it. Yep. Okay. Uh, Twins Orioles, what you got? Twins Orioles. Give me two seconds. Pablo, Pablo Lopez. Lopez. We got Pablo Lopez and Dean Kramer. I so this is going to sound weird. I like Pablo Lopez strikeouts. I mean, if you look at his little strikeout trend sheet, he's only missed his over under twice. Every other game, he's getting around nine to 10 strikeouts a game, basically. So we are getting him at five and a half right now. I think one, my book jumped up to six and a half. I still like the six and a half. Um, okay. I just think that's a very low number for him to start, essentially. But that being said, I still do like the Orioles in general as a team to hit. I'm on Pablo Lopez strikeouts. I'm on the Orioles money line. I know that's kind of contradicting myself there, but I do think both can hit and I could be happy on both sides. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's where I'd probably lean and it looks like where most people are leaning right now uh, as well. Um, yeah, should be a fun one. Good, a good matchup there. Um, the only other thing is maybe, I don't know, We that ballpark, uh, we saw the weather report, over 8.5 is minus 120 right now. So clearly there's definitely some people on the over already. Um, I don't know how I feel, but the problem is they're, they're two decent, decent pitchers. So I guess we'll see. I'll, I'll have to update closer to game time how I'm feeling on that one. Well, um, here, just for yeah. your sake. Baltimore batting against right-handed pitchers. They are 10th in weighted, uh, weighted runs created. Uh, they're on base percentage. They're 17th in the league against right-handed pitchers. Uh, they don't strike out a lot, so that's pretty damn good. Looking at the Minnesota side, Minnesota does strike out a shit ton. They are number one against right-handed pitchers. Uh, weighted runs created, they're 11th, so they're not too... I mean, they strike out, but they score. They, they remind me of the Rangers of, like, the last five years. So... It is possible this game could go over. It's just something I don't feel comfortable with. I pop. Ah, talking yeah. myself out of things right now. <laughs> well, I mean, if anything, uh, maybe for those prize picks people out there, uh, Pablo Lopez and uh, Kramer uh, strikeouts uh, definitely something to look yeah, for. Yeah, because if you're looking at Kramer strikeouts on prize picks right now, he's at five and a half. Uh, he's hit this out of his last five times. He's three for. Three for the five that he's done, and he's gone over just barely. Maybe I wouldn't feel comfortable putting him in, but I would feel comfortable with Pablo Lopez at least. Nice. Okay. Uh, Red Sox, Blue Jays, the uh, somehow reeling uh, Red Sox. Uh, what a just fucking. Got, what just a got fucking swept by the Marlins. I love it. How? Okay. And we have Red Sox fans that may or may not listen to this show, but. They the franchise itself is already an emotional roller coaster. They go from last place to winning World World Series. It's like every other year. Yep. Just the way it works. I don't know how I could live my life with that kind of expectations and then just end up in last place. As a Ranger fan, I already know I'm going to be in last place. I'm okay with it. This is a very upheld year. I just feel like I would lose my fucking mind being a, a Red Sox fan. Yeah, it's okay. not great because, again, you look at the lineup and, you know, especially like spring training stuff, there's a lot to be excited about. 
uh, and then somehow <laughs> it just doesn't carry over. There's just not the results. Um, just a weird, weird season by then. Yeah. So back to this game. I'm sorry, got us off track here because I, I watched every single Red Sox game this fucking against the Marlins. Every single one was disappointing. They all had great starts, and then they just blew every single lead or any kind of possibility. Bellow had a no-hitter going into the seventh. And I'm a big Bellow fan. I feel bad for the kid. He's This team, every time he pitches, I swear, they they don't hit for him. It's like the old Jimmy yeah. Grom with the Mets. Yeah. But I feel like today's different. I think we get a bounce-back day. We got Big Maple on the bump for the Red Sox. They're at home. I'm not a big uh, Jose Barrios guy. They're at Toronto. I do like Sorry. the Red Sox money line. Yeah, the game is in Toronto, but oh, um, yeah, I, I mean, uh, talk about these two teams are almost identical in a, in a way because I mean the Blue Jays have been also massively disappointing all season. Um, I don't know which way we're lean here, to be honest. They both have about, about the equal bats. Maybe I would lean towards the Red Sox because of Big Maple. Um, but yeah, this is probably just a stay away for me. Here's my official bet on this because I didn't realize that they were, I thought they were up for some reason at home. We get the Red Sox plus a half first five innings. I, meaning if we're tied after the fifth, I still win. Right. And that's at minus 120. That's basically a pick them for me. I like Paxton a lot. I'm not impressed with this uh, Blue Jays team. I'm, I'm just not. They, they seem disappointing every fucking day. Uh, Vladdy yep. has been hot. Expecting one cool off day for him. I mean, he had his first and second home run at home this week, I think. So maybe he cools yep. down a little bit. Maybe he cools down. It's July. The weather gets colder in Toronto. Who knows? They're made up country anyways. All right, next. What do we got? <laughs> next, we got Giants at Mets. Uh... I pass on this. The Mets cost me dearly last night. Uh, and I just, for some reason, can't believe in the Giants, even though they are now nine games over 500. Uh, I don't know what's going on out there. I can name about five of their players. Uh, but they somehow keep winning. It's, it's, <laughs> I don't know. I guess uh, the old Giants are back. That was used to be their MO. You have no idea how they do it, but they just would win every game. Uh, so here's my pick on this because I'm about to send it. I like the I Cookie. I'm not a fan of. I do appreciate the story. Not not shitting on that. I just don't think he's been as good this year. Alex Cobb hasn't been bad. I like the Giants first five money line or yeah, first five okay. money line minus one thirty three. Not awful. Uh, I think Cookie gives up a ton of runs. He gives up a ton of hits. I think the Giants could be tired like. Giants should be good to win the first five innings, I think. Yeah, yeah, and we'll see. Uh, the Mets owner was talking about becoming uh, possibly a, a seller at the deadline. Uh, so there could be some some big pieces there on the move. Probably any, anybody but Alonzo, I would, I would think, would be on the board. Yeah, and just for some statistical stuff here on that as well, for the just that I pulled up, Giants against right-handed pitchers are seventh against weighted runs created and on base around number five or fifth in MLB on just on base percentage. Mookie, or I'm sorry, Cookie, Carlos Carrasco has been, he gave up five against the Cardinals, four against the Braves. Yeah, I, I really do like the Giants. Okay. Uh, next up, down on that. Uh, a fun little series here. Marlins, Braves, uh, Mike Soroka returning on the hill. Uh, 
I had him his last debut or his season debut, and he was terrible. Um, that is the part that worries me. <laughs> is there was a, they, apparently they, he was supposed to get called up the other day when they chose the random rookie, uh, not rookie, but the the guy who used to be on the Rangers to, to Colby pitch. Allard. Yeah, yeah Colby Allard. That when I saw his name pop up, I was like, "Holy shit, he is in the pros still." I was at a game last year, and he only threw 12 or 16 pitches and somehow gave up eight runs on 16 pitches. It was outstanding to watch, but in a terrible way. It, I've never seen anything like it, but you know what? He showed up as a Cy Young winner, gave up no runs, only I think he had two hits against him. It was insane. Uh, I'm staying away from this. Uh, one thing I do kind of like trying to get it popped up right here my bad guys i can't believe the marlins are only five games five games behind the braves the braves are having like uh, an all-time season that's crazy <laughs> it, they're gonna win i think they're my world series pick still um oh yeah 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 for sure i don't know if another team can really compete with them but something i do like in this game that i still think we see we hear we see it on twitter every fucking day Louise Arrays to have two hits is plus 136. It Luke. seems like he gets a four-hit game every other day, so it seems like a pretty fair deal there. It's, yeah, I actually love that prop. Soroka isn't the greatest pitcher. That might be worth a prop right here. I didn't see it on prize picks. I'm just looking at props on my book there, so that's something, if there was a play I had to make on this, I love that. Um... Over 1.5 plus 136. That is correct. Mm. Okay, we'll keep going and see if there's anything else I want to put that way. Um, all right, uh, next up, we got Astros Rangers. I know you're talking about emotionally hedging uh, this so, series. Part of our Discord group, there's a guy named Brandon DeVille, and uh, he's my Louisiana bookie, essentially. So anytime there's something I can't bet on, I will use him to place it for me on FanDuel to do it. And Every single time it loses. So I was even experimenting with this. Like maybe I'm just cursed on Fandle. I think I put like 20 bucks down on a minus like 500 hockey team to win. They lost by five goals. So this Fandle curse is real. I will be putting $25 down on the Astros every single game. Hopefully by Tuesday, I'm down a hundred bucks on Fandle. Go Rangers. Uh, I'm not going to take a side in this game. I'm not, I'm not chancing it with the sports gods or the gambling gods. That being said, I do like John Gray. I don't think he's been great, but hopefully this is a bounce-back game. This is a very emotional weekend series for me, so I'm not going to take a bet on this. Yeah, I lean Rangers uh, today, uh, but this is going to be an interesting series uh, to see them match up. Um, I don't really have any great plays. I'm just kind of like leaning towards the Rangers. uh, If anything... Maybe Rangers first five. I still don't trust their Rangers bullpen fully. Yeah, no, and that's our work weakest part. It's terrible. Uh, but when in doubt, if you do have to like watch and bet on this game, like if there's a gun to your head and you had to make a bet, Corey Seager to just get on base of one and a half total base hits, or Marcus Simeon to get a hit run or RBI. Those are pretty popular. They're typically anywhere from like minus one twenty to minus one fifty. They've done that like damn near 95% of the season, so definitely take those. 
not a bad bet there. Especially yeah. against this Blanco kid. We typically hit right-handers pretty well. I'm actually getting the stats up right now for that. Where are we at? Yeah, Rangers are in second of weighted runs created against right-handed pitchers. Our, we are eighth in on-base percentage. We strike out. Ah, uh, not good. We're 16th, so we're kind of the medi- medi- ugh, middle of the pack kind of strikeout thing against right-handed pitchers. So we should hit the ball well. Uh, stadium's going to be closed, so there's not really any weather in- infecting that. I don't know. Go with what you feel on that, Joe. Okay. Yeah, just a slight lean towards the Rangers. Uh, next up, Detroit at the Rockies. Ah, uh, give me the over. Yeah, it's Gomber think, pitching, Lorenzen. Like, not even a Diet Coke version of Otani pitching for the uh, the Tigers. This Lorenzen, they're trying to make a two-way player. He probably should just give up on both hitting and pitching and just quit. Uh, so I do like the over. I see the wind is blowing in, but it does look like According to the weather report, they're predicting that this is going to be a higher, more runs scored in this game. So, yeah. Okay. Over 11, yeah. not bad. Yeah, that's what I would lean, um, just because I don't trust either pitching staff. Um, and, yeah, I got nothing else on that. Uh, yeah. Dodgers-Royals, uh, I do like some stuff in this. Obviously, I like the Dodgers. Um any chance I can get uh, to bet a pretty good team against uh, one of the worst three teams, I'm always going to take that chance. <laughs> and it has, you know, has it hurt me this year? Yes. Uh, is it going to stop me? No. No, I'm just going to keep going. I will always bet against a top, uh, I don't know, seven team against a bottom three team in baseball. So anything on Dodgers Royals? Yeah, I'm on the first five innings. I think the Dodgers are by a half run should they should be leading by the yep. first five innings. I think we got a good juice and value on that. Mm-hmm. I got it this morning at where is it? What was it? Uh minus one forty five. Nothing too ugly. Uh another prop that I really like in this game is that Freddie Freeman gets over one and a half base hits. Freddie Freeman has been pretty damn good. Yep. Kind of no brainer there and we're getting it at like minus one twenty. So I do like that as an option. Nice. Okay. Uh, Yankees Cardinals. A little spicy this interleague is the matchup. Series of annoying fan bases. Um, <laughs> yes. I actually have a prop, and I don't know if it's possible, but Luis Saravino to get over one and a half walks in this game. He's oh, averaged like around that. two, three, two and a half walks per game. So I do like that. The Yank, the Cardinals do have somewhat decent play discipline. So yeah, I like that as a prop. Other than that, I don't have too much on this. I just, I'm going to hear somebody bitch and moan no matter what. This game's kind of annoying. I almost want to mute the fans on Twitter. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm at a slight lean towards the Cardinals in this, um, but uh, that's about it. Um, Next, D-backs at the Angels. Kind of a, a pretty good interleague matchup there. I also have another prop on this pitching-wise for your prize picks out there. Griffin Canning to have more than one and a half walks. Another really good play discipline team is the Diamondbacks. Canning also gives up around two to three walks per game he starts. I think that's a very good prop to take on your prize picks, or if you have it on your books, take it. Uh 
that being said, I kind of kind of like the over on this. Nine and a half runs seems a little low. I also like Otani to score a run. Yeah. Nothing nothing crazy. Otani is the... I'm just going to say he's the greatest player of all time. If he <laughs> were to retire this year, he would have the three straight seasons of the greatest seasons of all time. Therefore, there's no argument anymore. He's, he's, he is God. He is you, the baseball. You might be right. I know I'm right. I don't know how anybody could argue with me. I don't know how anybody could. I, I'm, I'm so sick and tired of saying like, ah, he's he's overrated. We talk about him too much. No, he, he's literally the greatest thing that's ever happened to the sport. <laughs> it's a long way away from the Adam Dunn. <laughs> yeah, For fuck's uh, sakes, what was it like when Tiger Woods came to golf? Do you think anybody cared about golf? He's the Tiger. Like I don't know. How, like he, he's better yeah. than Tiger Woods at golf, of baseball. Ooh, baseball. I don't know about that. I saw a comparison. This is like if Otani was in the NBA, it would be like Steph Curry, but then he could also play defense like a Hakeem. Imagine that in the same player. Like, I, there's this is something we'll never see before, so we should just all fucking enjoy it. Take the over let's nine just, and a half. Let's just enjoy it and uh, pray he doesn't go to the Yankees next year or the Mets. Um, all right. Uh, Angels are obviously a slight favorite in that. Uh, I do have a, a prop there where I have the D-backs plus two and a half. Um, but yeah, it should be a good game. Uh, not, not, not a great game. I mean, not a great game for our next one. (laughs) What's the The next game we got? White Sox at the athletics. I think you just have to take the White Sox. I don't see a pitcher there. Do you have one? It's E Banks versus Louis uh, Medina. I don't know who either. I mean, I, I know who Medina is, but um, I if you're like betting on this game, I have a phone number you can call. <laughs> I'm staying away. <laughs> there's there's no reason to bet the White Sox. Just fucking move on. Put uh... <laughs> yeah, that's probably what uh, the the play then. Uh, well, at least the last uh, game of the night. That should be a fun one. Uh, our boy Shane Mack and the Rays uh, going into Seattle against Bryce Miller and the Mariners. Yeah, what do you got for this? On Shane McClanahan's strike prop. He, I mean, he hasn't been, he didn't do great last time. I think he kind of burned me, but that's not going to, or he hasn't been great the last one, two, three, four games. I'm expecting a bounce back. I'm expecting at least seven to eight strikeouts today. Uh, the Seattle lineup is fourth in strikeouts against left-handed pitchers. I believe we're at home, right? We're in Tampa. No, we are in Seattle. Well, let's look at the ways here real quick. I have to take it. His line right now is at six and a half against the fourth worst team in strikeouts or fourth best team in strikeouts. For fuck's sakes, Patrick Corbin struck about nine times last week or yesterday. (laughs) Yes. Fair point. All fair points. I don't know. They clearly can't hit lefties. I do like that as a prop. I like the no-run first inning on this as well. Uh, Bryce Miller isn't too shabby in the first inning. I would probably lean under seven and a half runs here. These are both decent pitchers with just shitty shitty bats right now. Yeah, that's probably what I would lean. Um, Potentially, uh, you know, no runs first inning as well. Um, 
we'll see yeah, how I feel mean, about that a little bit later. But this year in general, Shane McClanahan no run first innings, fourteen and two overall. Uh, Bryce Miller's eight and two. They've only lost four games out of their, all their starts. I feel you, like that's you just told me on it. Yeah, there's We're no. Good. <laughs> I'm not scared of the top three in each team. So yeah, I'm 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 good with the no run there. Okay. Um, yeah, other than that, um, that's pretty much it for our slate of, uh, baseball games here. Um, any other things you got for today or tomorrow? Uh, prize picks is doing some kind of free $20 six pack bet, six leg parlay here. So this is what I got going for the night. If you want to follow, I got Ezekiel Duran to get more than one and a half hits run and RBIs. I got Griffin Canning to get more than one and a half walks. I got Oswaldo and Freddie Peralta to have more than 11 strikeouts combined. I like okay. Alec Baum to strike out tonight, against, I, which I thought was Josiah Gray, so hopefully it's still there pitching. Well, that's an every night uh, bet you could do. Yeah, then I also got Freddie Freeman over one and a half total base hits, so two singles or a double wins. Then I have Otani to score a run, which I have faith he can do. He's, he is my lord and savior. He can do anything. <laughs> Nice. And so what does that 20 pay out? Uh, 20 pays out 500 bucks. So you have 25 times, 25 to one odds here. Well, pretty good. Spicy. Something to definitely keep an eye on tonight. Um, okay. Well, I mean, that's about it uh, for us. Appreciate everyone taking the time to listen, follow, uh, like us, subscribe us. Just shoot us a message if you're having fun. Um, yeah. Anything else you got, Joko? I got nothing. I'm studying up on college football and NFL. So here in the next few weeks, we will. I will do my best to break down every conference. If you want to, Joe, I've been getting really in the nitty gritty of the Sun Belt Conference. I think we got a lot of value there. (laughs) Sun Belt. I think it's more of the fun belt. Let's go. I miss. I'm. I'm really missing college football, dude. Is the Sun Belt the new Mac? Uh, no, Maction will always be Maction, which <laughs> I will give you plenty of transfer portal news of Maction. I will let you know what two-star high school kid can be a five-star for your Buffalo, Buffalo, whatever team they are. We'll be okay. I'm getting pretty <laughs> okay. nitty-gritty on these college conferences here. Okay, well, sounds good. Uh, thanks again, everybody. Uh, we will talk to you guys uh, next week. All right, peace.